Welcome to Elle's Cottage, a haven of beauty and a celebration of the everyday. Make yourself a cuppa and let's enjoy a moment together. Hello everyone, welcome back. It is so lovely to have you in the cottage with me today. I hope you are having a lovely day. And if not, I hope this little time together gives you some time to just think about the good and happy things in life. So without further ado, let's talk about one of the things that always makes me happy, and that is tea. So it will come as no surprise that I have been drinking chamomile lavender tea because it is my favorite and I've been hardly able to drink anything else because it's just so lovely. But it has been making me quite happy and I do admit I've still been drinking a lot of hot chocolate. So usually this is a more of a Christmas season thing for me but it's also really good whenever I want to just eat candy and I can just sip hot chocolate instead. It's kind of a contained version of, of enjoying some chocolate. So that has been lovely and I love putting a little mini candy cane in the bottom and letting it melt so then you've got this little bit of peppermint and then I put a ton of marshmallows on top because that makes it just extra sweet and special. So tea and hot chocolate have been the order of the day lately and I've been enjoying it immensely. Our weather has been actually rather mild. We have had a really good thunderstorm, which was really nice because it happened in the night. So you'd roll over and you'd hear the thunder and you'd wake up to the rain pounding up against the roof. And it was just beautiful and enchanting. I wish it would have lasted all day, though, because it would have been so cozy to read by. But it was only at night and I have to be contented with that. But it's caused in the garden the creek to fill up again. And it's we've got this little rushing river going going down the bottom of the garden. So that's been really fun and that's been really cool. Otherwise in the garden, it's been still very quiet because it's still winter. There's not much growing at all, but the squirrels and the deer have been in the garden all the time. And we now have one nosy little black cat that keeps visiting <laughs> and it makes the dogs lose their minds. They can't stand this poor little cat. I thought that there had to be like a whole group of deer outside my bedroom window one morning because my dog Rosie was losing it. Poor thing was barking and squeaking and squealing. You would have thought something dreadful was happening. And I look out and in the distance there is one small little black cat. And she could not be consoled. Poor thing. <laughs> so apparently black cats are evil to dogs as well. Oh, it was crazy. But the garden's still very quiet. And that's all I have to report on that side. But on the inside, I did finally take care of my house plants. So I have my jade pothos that was reaching the floor and needed a good trim desperately. So I finally went and trimmed that. So now I've got two long cuttings of that. And I put them in water, so hopefully they'll root. And then I also went and decided to trim my Monstera adansoni, which is a really pretty plant that has these leaves that have holes in them. They kind of call them Swiss cheese plants sometimes. And they're beautiful. If you've never seen candlelight filter through these leaves, you really need to. They are absolutely gorgeous. And I love them. So this one was also touching the floor and starting to trail a bit. And with the dogs, you know, they they don't chew on the house plants anymore, but they do trample them if they're on the ground. So it was time to trim that as well. So now I've got all these cuttings. A couple of them have rooted from the last time, and I need to get those in pots yet. But I got all these cuttings now. <clears throat> 
excuse me, and they are just so pretty and lovely, and I think they're really, really fun. And I also hope they survive. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Oh, well, speaking of the dogs, going back to them, Emma, our little puppy, finally got a haircut. So she turns into a little fluff ball. She is a cockapoo mix, so she's got the cocker hair, but she's also got the poodle hair. So she gets these funny little curls and all this fluff. Like, it's not even fur. It's just, like, fluff. It's crazy. And we finally got her haircut so she's not getting mats in her fur and her ears get very long because she's got the little cocker ears. So she finally got a haircut and I find it really funny because she would sit outside in the freezing cold and just stare, you know, just sit for like an hour or two and refuse to come inside no matter how cold it was. And now she doesn't like to be out for more than five minutes. <laughs> So she's definitely feeling the effects of her haircut, but she is getting used to it, and she's adorable. So it's been really cute to have her all cleaned up. Of course, the other dogs were terribly jealous, as always, but it was really cute. The other dogs actually don't need haircuts. Um, Arthur and Rosie, for whatever reason, they've got the type of fur that it doesn't grow too long, so they've never needed a haircut, so they get jealous whenever she gets that attention. Um, speaking of Rosie, though, she's been quite spoiled. She's been attending me and all my errands and getting to ride in the car a lot. So she's gotten to the point where anytime I go to the car, she expects to be going with me. <laughs> but it's lovely because anytime I have to run errands by myself, it's always kind of lonely. So it's nice to have Rosie there with me. And she enjoys the ride. She always looks kind of pouty while she's on the ride. But then she's so excited to go. And then she's so excited to come back home and show the other dogs that she got to go on a ride and they didn't. So they're quite amusing. You gotta love dogs. They're so cute. Well, moving on to what I've been reading. I've been reading a couple of books, actually, which I'm proud of. <laughs> I usually don't go through books too quickly. But I came across a couple of really good ones. So I'm very excited to share this new book that's brand new release this month. And it's by one of my actual writer friends. So I love this book. It is called Georgiana's Secret by Arlem Hawks. Arlem is amazing. She is the sweetest soul and we both really share a love of the British Royal Navy. So especially during the Napoleonic Wars. So we really share this passion for it and we absolutely love it. And she wrote this gorgeous book about it. So she has this Regency romance that's set on the high seas full of adventure and romance and all kinds of exciting events. And honestly, her words are as rich as oil paintings. Like it's so descriptive and evocative and you're living in it. And it's so beautiful. I mean, I was just... I felt all the emotions in this book. I was excited. I was worried. I was desperate. I was enchanted. I was elated. I mean, it was absolutely gorgeous. It was such an amazing ride. Arlem has such a talent and I just love it. So the book is about Georgiana and Georgiana is hiding away on her father's ship as a ship's cabin boy. But the new lieutenant decides to take this cabin boy under his wing because the cabin boy keeps getting beat up by the other cabin boys. 
And he's also not an idiot. So he figures out that she's a girl because he's not stupid. So I really appreciated this book. Arlem just wrote it beautifully. Everything kind of flows from one thing to the next. And it's just a beautiful progression of story and development. And oh, you have to read it. It's so good. It's very emotional, but so, so good. And I loved it. So that was a really great book, a really great, enjoyable treat. So I loved it. The other book I've been reading is I've been continuing to read Pride and Prejudice. So we talked about last week. And this has been for the Enchanted Book Club by Haley Solano. So I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. But she's on Instagram and she started this amazing book club called the Enchanted Book Club. And this month we're reading Pride and Prejudice. And it's been such a treat as well. I really loved rereading Pride and Prejudice. I haven't read it since I was a teenager. And it has been really lovely to enjoy it. It's been so enjoyable that I've actually put off reading the last chapter for couple of days now because I don't want it to end. It's just been really, really enchanting. But I think I might take afternoon tea today and enjoy some leftover scones and finish it off because it's so delightful. Well, to explain the scones, we're going to talk about what's been bringing me joy. And one of those things is a virtual tea party with Jane Austen's great niece. Guys, this was incredible. This was actually part of the Enchanted Book Club. And Haley actually managed to get Jane Austen's like fifth great niece to come on and virtually have a discussion with us and answer some of our questions and share her story. And it was absolutely magical. Oh, I'm just gushing about it. But it was such a fun event. I loved it. My mom and I both attended. We made it a really special event. So we made blackberry lavender scones. We had our lavender chamomile tea. And then my mom got fresh roses and lilies from the grocery store. And we put on our finest Regency dresses and just had ourselves a ball. It was so much fun. We used our fine china and it was just absolutely delightful. We made a real moment of it and it was well worth it. Um, Jane Austen's niece, Carolyn Jane Knight, was absolutely lovely. She was very inspiring. She was sweet and genuine, and she had such a touching story. I highly recommend you look her up. I think that she has a, I know she has a book. I think it's called Jane and Me, My Austin Heritage. Um, I'm really excited. I really want to read that book. I haven't, but after hearing her story, I'm really curious to learn about it because Carolyn actually grew up in Jane Austen's house and she lived in the same building that Jane Austen would have lived in or visited. And it's absolutely incredible. And she actually had to leave that house because just like in Pride and Prejudice, the house was entailed away and it was rather tragic for her and really hard. And yet she eventually wrote this book as a kind of a cathartic experience and a processing experience. And she really became passionate about her heritage and she really wanted to preserve it. So she started the Jane Austen Literary Foundation. And it's an amazing foundation and it promotes literacy and Jane Austen and oh. So much good stuff, and I could keep going on, but I will not bore you. <laughs> it was an amazing event, and my mom and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was really, really fun and interesting, and that was the highlight of my week, for sure. 
hands down. It was so enjoyable. So that was my very big, very exciting event. As someone who adores Jane Austen, getting to see someone that was part of her lineage is just a big treat. So really, really lovely. Another great highlight from this week was I got to go plant shopping with one of my dearest friends, and I did refrain from getting plants. I don't know how, but I did refrain. There was lots that I really wanted to get, but I was good. I didn't buy any more, and it was really lovely, though, to see friends and look at plants and kind of feel like you're out in nature when nature is kind of dormant right now in winter. So to be in the greenhouses surrounded by all these greenery and these flowers, it was really, really nice. Another thing that's exciting right now is I'm prepping for a virtual Jane Austen event featuring Jane Austen's Emma, and it's a retreat coming up this weekend, and I'm super excited. So it's virtual. It's actually an event that usually takes place in, I think, Connecticut in Teal House, and it's a historical building, and they usually host these Jane Austen events. And this year, they're focusing on Emma. And because of all the regulations, they're actually doing it virtual this year. So I actually could go, and I'm very excited to. It's my. I'm very excited to attend because it's my first like Jane Austen retreat of any kind or Regency retreat of any kind. So I'm very excited. I'm very interested. I'll have to report back and let you know how it went and what they did. But it looks very interesting and super cool. So I'm definitely going to make sure all my dresses are ready and I'm appropriately attired. But it'll be really neat. One of the smaller things that has been bringing me joy, because remember, the small things are just as important as the big things, was picking up my embroidery again. So I picked this up a couple weeks ago and then I set it back down and I decided to go back to it because it's so calming and relaxing. It slows you down. You have to take things stitch by stitch and it's really good to just kind of slow you down and bring you back into pace and be very relaxing and calming. So I did that and it was really nice. Although I have to admit, I used an invisible marker, a marker that you use to draw on fabric, and then over time it fades away, so you don't have to worry about washing it or the marker showing through. So I traced out everything I wanted to embroider in this marker, and then because I let it sit for too long, half of it is dissolved and disappeared now. So I haven't worked as quickly as I needed to, and now I'm winging it. But thankfully, I have pictures of the drawing from before, so I kind of know what I wanted to do. I'm just kind of trying to do it on a blank canvas again. So that's amusing. If you use dissolvable or invisible ink markers, make sure you use them speedily. Um, that's my, my only recommendation there. Well, back in the shop, we are full-on Valentine's mode right now. We've got pink everything everywhere, and it's been really fun. I love all the pinks and the reds, and they're very pretty, especially this time of year when everything's kind of dull and gray. So I've been working on sewing some Valentine's dog bandanas in multiple sizes, and they're super cute. But I'm just waiting for some sunshine so I can photograph them and actually get them in the shop. And we also have a couple of new fitted Valentine's masks as well, because we only had pleated before. So we've got some fitted coming. But again, 
I'm waiting on the sunshine. Hopefully in the next couple of days, we'll get enough sun that I can get some decent pictures and get them in the shop for you guys. Cause I know Valentine's is coming up quickly, but I'm very excited. They're cute little items and they're really nice. So on that note, we're going to do our item feature of the week, which is new Valentine's art. So I took the time and really enjoyed myself and created some new Valentine's art pieces. And my favorite is the pink succulent. It's a floral piece with kind of these buds and leaves and this pink succulent as the focal point. And it's really pretty. I did these kind of soft green sage and the soft pink. And I've been mesmerized by pink succulents. Succulents are a really fun little plant. And they kind of look like a flower, but they're all leaves. And I really they're always green or this kind of sage green or even this kind of light green. But I found one that's pink. There's this whole like line of them that are actually like this really pretty dusty pink. And I would totally get them if I could keep succulents alive, but I cannot. Succulents are the bane of my existence. So I will not buy it and then kill it, but I did at least have to capture it by drawing it. And so I have this really pretty art piece that I hope you guys enjoy. And you can see it by popping onto our Instagram or Facebook. That's at Else Cottage. And it's really fun. I hope that you like it too. Another one that I did is a love letter with a ribbon. And it says, Happy Love Day. So it's more of something that you can use as like a postcard or something. But I love this piece as well. It's a little bit more simple. And I tend towards florals. But I really like them both. So that's our little feature of the week. We are still working on the masks. We've got some more that we are sewing up, but just a heads up that there's only a couple of the Valentine's masks left. We are continuing to sell out of those. So if you have any that you like, jump on that. So that's really good. We also have some of them in Mar Gorgeous Boutique in Springfield, Missouri. So if you are local, you can check those out there and yeah. We are excited. There's good stuff. There's more coming soon. So keep up with our social media posts to see them. You can always find us on The Cottage on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Els Cottage. And then we're online at ellscottage.com. So remember, if you guys ever have any questions, suggestions, or things you'd like me to talk about for the podcast, just email me at ellscottageshop at gmail.com. All right, guys, that is it. Thank you so much for joining me in the cottage today. I hope you have a lovely day. I hope this was a nice little respite of lovely things. And I hope you continue to go and create a beautiful life for yourself. Love you all. Bye.